Hello and welcome to Battle of the Blorbos, the show where we're going to scientifically rank every single fictional character. With me, I've got three advocates, and together we've brought five more characters to put up through the gauntlet. So with me tonight, I've got returning Roxy. Hello. And Pixel. Hey, hey. And for the first time, uh, Tensei. Yo. We have an eclectic mix of characters for you tonight, and we're going to see what we've got. Um... The boy with the Omnitrix. He's got more forms fr- and powers than I frankly want to sum up here. He's been fighting aliens and saving the universe since he was 10 years old. It's Ben Tennyson from Ben 10. Tensei, uh, t- tell us a little bit about Ben. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, ben Benjamin Kirby Tennyson is uh, a character from the very long-running series of Ben 10 cartoons that started, I think, in 2006 and just very recently stopped for a minute. Um, he has a watch that is called the Omnitrix that does not tell time, but instead lets him transform into, uh, by the end of Omniverse, a little over 70 different aliens. That's a lot more aliens than I thought they actually got in the, sh- in the, the show. The show went on for a very long... Like, it went on pretty much, like pretty consistently from, from 2006 to 2016 when they did the reboot. 2016? Is that when it was? I feel like it was maybe earlier than that. I don't remember. 2016 sounds right. But it is, yeah, it was a long, fairly long yeah. time. There were uh, four seasons of the original, three seasons of uh, Alien Force, two seasons of Ultimate Alien, and then eight seasons of Omniverse, plus uh, four movies. Jeez. So, in the original continuity. It- I might add that Omniverse was eight seasons across, like, two years. Right, right. <laughs> Omniverse seasons were, like, ten episodes long, but they just kind of didn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, cartoon seasons are all sorts of broken in so many directions because there are so many, there are so many ways that they could get around of using the animators. Right. All right, well... Are you ready to take Ben into some challenges? Absolutely. All right. We're going to start at number five. Gareth the Goblin King and Ben 10 and Gareth the Goblin King are going log rolling. Do you know what log rolling is? I feel like this one might be a bit obtuse. Is it the thing? Uh, is it the thing where you're like on logs on water and you're trying to balance on them? Okay, yeah, that's the thing. You are you're like on the log, and you have to. And the log has to stay in motion the entire time. Okay. How's Ben going to do do at the log rolling? I feel like Ben could actually do very easy at the log rolling. Um. As oh god, there's so there's literally so many things that I could pick here. At least seventy. There's yeah, there's at least seventy. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this species name. It's Ben's name for it. Ben could be Wakatrout, this like big aquatic, basically fish on land that is incredibly, it has, it has uh, an incredible like center of gravity and is aquatic. So could just get back on the log has no problem falling off. Mm. Well, if you, if you fall off, you lose it. It doesn't matter if how you do in the water. Once you fall off the log, you lose. Okay, fine. Then goop, just stick to the log. <laughs> I will I will goop keep it in motion though. <laughs> yeah. Now I do think that yeah, Ben definitely somewhere in his 70 forms probably has got something good for this. Gareth the Goblin King. Well hold he's on. Wearing, 
he's wearing all that leather and yeah he could dance but i don't think he'd like be up for like this this task that might get him wet and muddy right but hold on i don't know if you remember the, the movie labyrinth uh they had another person do like the motion for juggling the glass spheres, right? Like right. Jared did not use his own his own arms to juggle glass spheres. So consequently, he could use someone else's legs. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really going to try and argue that be- because he is a live action character who had a stunt who had a stunt double that he could just stunt double in for anything? Uh, no, not fully acceptable, just parts of him. Like, just the leg parts. <laughs> okay, I mean, I suppose that's an argument you can make, Roxy. You got that, anything that's to add? That's my argument. I'm, 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 going to, I'm going to absolutely destroy that argument um, by, by completely removing any, like, forcing us to remove all meta context and saying that Ben 10 is animated and the animators can make him win or lose whenever they want. Arguably. So... <laughs> Removing removing that element of it, like I, it's going to be hard for Ben to lose in any physical like competition, right? Because like his whole thing is he can just be what he's got. Like there's been like a hundred some aliens over the course of the series. Yeah, he's got a lot of Dep- depending on he he has basically any power, just only one at a time. Yeah, well. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, we're gonna stick to like Ben Prime. Never mind. I was like, well, one of the Ben Ten Thousands has the fusion Omnitrix, but I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. That's that's way too much cheating. <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's already, no, he already no. cheats. He already has an alien that could do to be omnipotent. <laughs> that that okay, he but locked away. Doesn't, doesn't that one also like have the whole thing where it like? has to, like, mentally debate itself in order to actually do anything, yes. though. Okay, I, I I talked about this elsewhere, and I'm not gonna, like, rehash it all. Ben hates Alien X. Like, Ben already has aliens that he doesn't like to use, and he just doesn't pick them and, like, gets upset when, when the Omnitrix picks them for him. Ben hates Alien X so much that he physically modified the Omnitrix to lock it away. It requires keys from both him and Kevin to yeah. unlock so that he can transform into Alien X. He is so pissed off at Bellicus and Serena inside Alien X that it's untenable for him to use. And like, didn't the one, one of the few times he actually got it to do something that uh, the rest of its species showed up to yell at him? Um, y- not quite. Um... Yes, like there was uh, in Omniverse, he used Alien X. The universe was destroyed by the Annihilarg, like completely wiped out. And so he used Alien X to recreate the entire universe from scratch, like not go back in time and restore it. No, he just built it again. Um, And then, yeah, and then, yeah, the other Celestial Sapiens (laughs) took him and put him on trial for it. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't think Alien X is going to be much of a factor in any of these. Yeah, it's not viable. Fair, fair. Okay, I so I I did not I didn't know that uh, Ben Den literally had God as an alien. So that's yes. that's an interesting little uh, God with a lot wow. of setbacks, though. <laughs> God with two explicit, very big setbacks named Bellicus and Serena. Uh huh. All right, I think we're ready to. To vote on the log rolling, this doesn't seem to be one with a lot of 
with a lot of particular nuance to debate. So, Roxy, who's winning the log rolling? I think it's going to be Ben 10. All right. And Pixel, who's winning the log rolling? Well, I think I'm the only one who thinks so, but Jared would be able to with uh, different <laughs> legs. Okay, well, that's a, t- that's a tie. So, Pe- Pensei, is Ben going to win the log rolling? Of course. Yeah. All right. Ben is moving to the up half of the list and is going to go up against former number one char- character, Peridot, from Steven Universe. Okay. That one might be interesting. And, and they're playing dodgeball. Uh, quick question. Yes. Are those regulation dodgeballs or uh, not regulation dodgeballs? See, these are going to be this. These are going to be the those rubber red those rubber red things that they have in cartoons that I've never actually seen in real life. We always played with volleyballs and oh, it was right. awful. Okay, so not regulation, just like cartoon ones. Okay, good to know. No, here's the thing. Those are real. Hi, I'm 35 years old. Those dodgeballs that make like a really satisfying ping when they when they hit against any surface at all including a child's face those did exist mm-hmm. they're not allowed sure, anymore I, I feel like they'd still be preferable over playing it with volleyballs i what i i i, I would agree because they're much easier to throw but my god do Wait, they hurt. You, you play with volleyballs what that the is what hell? they made us play with that is what they made us play with in school in school here that yeah that got to be so hard wow like that must be a lot Slightly deflated volleyballs. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably a bit worse, actually. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. <laughs> All right, uh, Tensei, how, how's Ben? How's Ben going to win a dodgeball? Uh oh, dodgeball is really easy. Um, we, okay, we've said that. Um, this is sort of an amalgam of all the characters at all points in time, right? So they kind of have whatever abilities they had throughout the yeah, main series. Yeah, I think we okay. did roughly though agree that it is just the main be- just amalgam of of the main Ben show. It's not we're not counting the reboot just because that's Yeah. No no reboot, no alternate dimensions, no future Bens. Okay. Yeah. But that does give him master control because he had it in Secret of the Omnitrix and several times throughout Omniverse and during a couple season finales as well. So between transformations between Accelerate, who moves really goddamn fast, and Forearms, who has four arms, uh, I feel like Ben could uh, dominate the field in dodgeball simply by being able to move really fast and hold a lot of balls. Okay, well... So, those are distinct advantages. Pic- Pixel, you are Paradox Advocate. What do, yeah, you, what do uh, you have to say? Paradox is a big nerd, and big nerds are really bad at dodgeballs. That's that's my case. <laughs> oh, okay. You're just... Yeah, okay. <laughs> I really thought you were going to go the, like, Peridot can calculate the trajectory of every ball before it's thrown by looking at muscle tension. Like, no. She could, she could, <laughs> but she wouldn't be able to dodge in, like, anyway, so... I... She'd sit there doing the perfect calculation and know exactly how she's going to get hit in the face two microseconds before it happens. Exactly. <clears throat> okay, well, that sounds like we... Or just going into the votes straight up with two votes for bed. Uh, Ro- Roxy, do you have anything to yeah, say? Yeah, I add? mean, like, surely there's there's already been an episode of Ben 10 where he wins that game of dodgeball because that show is, exists to be wish fulfillment for children. So, like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Ben. 
All right, yeah, Ben wins that one pretty, pretty hands down. And is going up against Buford Hollis, Mar- Razorback from the Marvel Universe. I have to Google something. I don't know who this is. Uh, okay, yeah. If you go to the if you go to the spreadsheet, that you could just click click on him to get his. Wiki got page. it. Got it. What this dude has like reverse scoliosis. What is going on with his back? He's from the seventies, and he's wearing a boar, and he's wearing a boar for a costume. So that kind of kind of just makes it look like he's all he's a bit weird shaped. Is he is, anyway? Is he, he is a mutant with the power to drive any ve- to drive any vehicle, and he has a and his costume has like an electric thing built into it that shocks people who grab him. The ability to drive any vehicle is this a is this a Spider Man villain? Uh he he. I mean, he's a hero, but he yeah oh, he originally was in a, he originally fought showed up in an ish, issue where he fought Spider Man due to misunderstandings. <laughs> I can understand the misunderstanding. And um, oh, yeah, this one's going. This one's going to be interesting. Weaponized go kart racing, i.e., i.e. the i.e. So Mar- Mario Kart. Oh, you said. Uh, but real Razorback can like do vehicles good, but Ben does have a, an alien that lets him just like do any like, like go inside and control any machinery. Yes, he does. Ha- he does have a galvanic mechamorph that he could use to not only control the go kart from the cart itself, Did- but also just add guns. I-, I appreciate that Ben that the show like not only like came up with all of these individual super aliens to give him as forms, and they gave him his name for all of them, and then also an entire species, and most of them seem to actually be a person with personalities outside yeah. of that. I mean, one of them literally tries to escape the Omnitrix multiple that's, times. That's, that's a whole subject that you do not want me to go into right now, because there are... He, over the course, Ben has four distinctly different omnitrices, and they all have different levels of sentience. And I, I do not think you have time for me to go in to explain each one. <laughs> yeah, we probably don't need to get into the specifics of, of, the, of the omnitrices and how they work. <laughs> yeah. But yes, Hollis is, as long as... We're, we're we're not entirely sure whether he lost his powers on on M Day or not, but he definitely has them back in the Krakoa era. Um, but he is basically statistically the most powerful, the this the best driver of any vehicle he sit he sits behind. Like Ben can upgrade it, make make his cart faster and better armed, but could he make? But how just how is he a driving? He is. Most he's basically just a, he is basically just a yeah. kid, and like I'm pretty sure at the, at the high point of the continuities we're looking at, he was like 16. He could like barely drive. And yeah, that. um, Ben Ben can drive, uh, but he's he's a fairly average driver. He when whenever the show depicts him like just driving normally, like taking his girlfriend out somewhere, is is you know okay. He's not doing anything special. Uh, anytime he tries to. G- like he is specifically inferior driver yes, to, he, to Kevin. He is explicitly to inferior to Kevin, who anytime he gets behind uh, one of Kevin's vehicles, destroys it in some way or another, mostly through his own fault. 
And I, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and assume that the guy whose powers are specifically just being the best at driving is probably a better driver than the guy who's just good at driving because he likes Clarify to Clarify your question about Razor. Go for it. Yeah. Why is he a hog? Well, you, you never heard uh, of because that was a, a 70s, 70s tracker track slang. Yeah, that's oh, I get okay, it. that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, it's like that movie Wild Hogs. Yeah, I feel like this is pretty even, actually, because they both have the complete opposite ends of skill in weaponized go karts. In that one of them yep. can drive the go kart really well and like utilize everything including uh, the horrible weaknesses of a go-kart to a, to their maximum while the other one Whereas, can yeah. make it go fast and give it guns and and wings probably is it legal to take these go-karts into the air um i mean i'm, I'm just defaulting to assuming it's mario kart so you know a little bit yeah they um, can glide but not fly yeah, because like Ben would be better at the weaponized part, and Buford would be much better at the go kart part. Uh, yeah, Ben. Ben has the advantage in the in the weaponized, and Buford's got the go karting. Um, so I think it's down to how we how we individually rank those particular things. Actually, here's here's where I think the deciding thing. Okay, go for it. Is it a race? Is it a race to destroy the opponent's cart? Or is it a race to just like win the race? Uh, I think it, it's Mar- it's Mario Kart. I think it's gonna be like Mario Kart on a on a track. You're not. It's not battle. So you're doing okay. three. You're doing three three laps, and you're, you're using weapons to try and not slow your opponent down. But if you actually like destroy them or knock them out, they're then like lack of juice is going to put them back. Got it. Got it. Uh, all right. So I think we're ready to vote. Ro- Roxy, who's winning at go karting? Uh, I think ultimately I'm going to give it to Razorback. All right, one for Razorback. Pixel? Um, I would you take that uh, technique is more important than Braun in that particular um, challenge, so I'll go with Razorback. All right, that is two for Razorback. And Ben 10 has a shot at the number one slot versus Kimberly Hart. Um, wait, no, oh, wait, sorry, no. Like... Ben went down. You're right. You were correct. Number three yeah. in between Peridot and Razorback. It's a pretty. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good place to be. Woo! I'm okay with that. All right. Next up, we're going to see if the second Final Fantasy character to enter the gauntlet will fall. She became the world's enemy to save her sister. She divine defied her divinely appointed fate to destroy the world and make a whole new one, represented by Pixel from Final Fantasy 13 and assorted sequels and spin-offs. It's Lightning Faron. Pixel, tell us about Lightning. Well, Lightning is arguably the most uh, well-loved character in the most well-loved Final Fantasy of all time. I will not I hear anything against that. True. But How yeah, Lightning is an you? ex-soldier who defied her government when they were literally like genociding people, so she could stop a genocide, and then she got magic powers. So she she has she has a really good uh, her heart's in the right place. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's generally how, generally what you want out of an RPG protagonist. All right, you ready to take her for some challenges? Sure. She's going up against Riska Circuit to start, and it will be surviving the longest lost in the jungle. Hmm. Okay. Well, I do think that this one might be a bit tricky for both, but uh, Lightning does have the access to magic, which uh, depending on when it is. Riska might not really have, so 
that's an ace in her uh, sleeve. Uh, she also survived for quite a bit on a very, very wild planet called Pulse. Uh, she has survival skills. I think he might have a shot. Now, how, how would you describe the biome of this planet, though? Uh, well, it's it, there's all sorts of biomes. There's not just one. Uh, there's plains, there's mountains, there's uh, caves, and there are deserts. Uh, not jungles, per se, but like... I'm hearing a distinct lack of forest and rainforest and jungles and general, like, dense tree areas. These yeah. are all... I mean, there is a forest you can go to and fight forest monsters, but, like, it's not per se a jungle, I suppose. It's close enough, I think. Now, now Vriska is, is, a, is a blue blood. She has lived most of her life in a, in a castle... But the we we do briefly see the Flarp games, which are very which are very dangerous, effectively real real murder game Larps, and yes. that's that, that's in a that's in a heavily for, forested area, and we do know that Alternia does just have wild equivalents of the Lu, of the Lucy running around. Mm-hmm. So there are just giant monsters just all over this freaking planet. Right, but at the same time, she doesn't stay a very long in the jungle. She may- mainly spends time like there for for flarping and then goes back home. This would be survival for like I'm guessing a longer period of time because clearly lightning is not gonna like take this like lightly. She is gonna do her best to survive as long as possible. I'm assuming it's the one to survive the longest, right? Yes. Yeah. Who's going to survive the longest now? Lightning is a JRPG protagonist. That is correct. JRPGs make heavy heavy use of RNG. That that is also correct. RNG depends on luck. Uh true. Well, are they in the same jungle though? Are they are they are they actually fighting each other? I mean, they, they they don't have to fight each other, but they are in the same jungle and can if they think it will make them survive better. So what I you're saying is Vriska is absolutely going to just try to murder Lightning immediately. No. Vriska would not murder Lightning immediately. I don't think... Because she wouldn't want to. It's not fun. It's not narratively compelling That's to just mm-hmm. murder your opponent See, I don't think she's going to outright murder her. I do think she's going to, like, you know, go, in, go over near her every now and again and go and just go steal some luck and make things just gener- better for her and more and worse for Lightning at every every... You know, defend. You know, maybe every few hours, maybe every few, maybe every few days. You know, just spread it out a while. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would have to admit that if, uh, if they were like in a JRPG fight, the fact that the uh, uh, Vriska can can steal luck would basically make it impossible for Lightning to win, even though Lightning has canonically killed gods. Lightning has canonically ki- ki- killed gods. You see that yeah. that that killing uh, of god of gods would have been. I I haven't played Final Fantasy thirteen. I I have read about it. For, I have read a, a summaries of it for the purpose of writing the intro, and I definitely would say that that would be considered just. Yes, I don't think care killing Briska in the circumstances if you were to try to would be just though. No, I mean I I don't think and therefore Briska would. I don't win. think Lightning would try to kill Briska. I'm just saying like if they were in a fight, she would probably lose because she's a JRPG protagonist uh, and she would miss or like get like. You know, misses instead of its due to a lack of luck. Yeah. Are we assuming? Are we assuming Vriska is is in her god tier form? 
Yeah, yes, uh, for the entire for the thing of risk, I have been assuming. Uh, I I have been assuming like retcon retcon timeline Briska. Okay, I, I'm not sure what which one Maple intended, but that was the one I was I was assuming. Okay, hmm, this is a tough one. I think I think Lightning has like more of the skill to accomplish this, but Briska is just like Briska is less willing to play fair. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take the votes. Roxy, who's who's going to survive in the jungle longer? Um, ultimately, I think I'm going to have to give it to Lightning. All right, one for Lightning. Tensei? If it's just surviving in the jungle and the two don't encounter each other, I think it's Vriska. I think being a thief of light would let her stumble into enough survivalist stuff that would give her an edge, even though Lightning is more trained for this. I, I just want to specify one thing. Uh, Lightning's most prized position in Final Fantasy uh, 13 is a survival knife. Hmm. That, so that, is, some nice, that is some nice flavor that I, yeah. would, I'm going to factor in. And uh... Yeah, like, to be clear, I think they would both last an incredibly long time. Years, maybe. Um, I, I, I don't think this is like a clean win by, by Vriska by any means. Um, but I do think that her innate ability to luck into everything good for herself would carry her through. See, I am, I am going to go for lightning just because Vriska is incredibly, Vriska though is incredibly cocky. And I think he would just at some point just assume that she's won when she hasn't yet, and that's good. That that's going to bite her in the ass in the end. Oh my god, you're that's right. So true. Lightning, lightning could absolutely fake her own loss. Yeah, Briska would leave, and then lightning wins. That's a that's a hundred percent a scenario that could happen. All right, then. Lightning is going up the list, and is. Going to go up against our new our new number three, Ben Ten. Okay, that's that's fun. Okay. She's going up, up against Ben Ten as the who's going to be the raddest pro skateboarder. Alright, Pixel <laughs> make your case first. Wait. This is gonna be hard. Uh hmm. So essentially we know from Final Fantasy uh, 13 2 that um uh Lightning is very adept at multiple uh, forms of combat, but also uh, sports. She is known to fight on a horse, and a horse is basically a four-legged uh, skateboard, isn't it? I don't. I I no. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Well, other counterpoint. Uh, she is extremely rad. That, Therefore, she has to be good at skateboarding. That's an argument that's I, I'm more willing to accept. Yep. Uh, she does generally seem just generally pretty fast, coordinated, and generally dexterous. Like, I think she could be pretty good at escape skateboarding if she wanted to. Yeah, jokes aside, she might not be adept at skateboarding. She would definitely pick it up fairly quickly. Now, is I don't know if Ben 10 is a skateboarder. He might be. He would have the edge in that case, but that's, uh, that's Tensei's... Uh, I would say it's Tensei's turn to... Okay, so- from the Maybe time the show was on, I would be surprised if Ben did not do at least one extreme sport. So, here's the thing. 
reboot Ben skateboards, but we're not talking about what, reboot really? Ben. The one I after skateboarding think... kind of just fell out was the one that ski. Yeah, okay, that makes that's 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 that suits for you. I I don't I cannot recall, and there's like 400 episodes or some nonsense, so I may just be forgetting something. I don't think Ben has ever been shown like skateboarding or BMX biking or, or rollerblading or anything of, of that of sort. Like original of an episode of original series with Ben and Gwen on rollerblades, but like I never like seriously watched Ben Ten. I might just be imagining this from an image that definitely that my mind is telling me definitely should exist. Um. Oh wait, no, hold up. Original Ben got a hoverboard in the Secret of the Omnitrix movie at the, oh, okay, right, at the that, end of the classic series that he that, occasionally um, uses. Okay, I have the I have the Wikipedia link instead of the the wiki the fandom link in there, but I definitely remember reading in the fandom wiki he had two te- he had two hoverboards over the course of the thing, and they both got destroyed. They did. Oh. Um, How did they get destroyed? So he got the first one from Tetrax and was very bad at using it for a while. Um, and I think I think it just broke because uh, he like flew off of it or something. I don't remember That's exactly. That's not a good sign for being the raddest pro skateboarder. Um, it's not. Uh, he did. <laughs> he did use the hoverboard to fight against Hex, who was like the world's greatest dark sorcerer. Um, in Secret of the Omnitrix, he was given a second hoverboard. No, he was given the first one by his older self from the future. Second one he was given by Tetrax at the, at the Secret of the Omnitrix movie, uh, which was destroyed in the movie because it has to be dubiously canon. Um, and then he has another one throughout a couple scenes in, in Alien Force and Omniverse where we see him being relatively competent on it, but not doing anything particularly insane. Mm, okay, well, I think we're ready to ready to vote then. Uh, Roxy, who's going to be the rat, rat escape order? Um, I mean, just like on principle, like genre-wise, it's got to be Ben. I'm actually really not sure how to do what to do here, because uh, I definitely think it's going to be lightning, because we actually have canonical evidence of Ben skateboarding, and... It's not very rad. He kind of gets owned. <laughs> uh, but here's the problem. With if uh, we're tied, uh, and then it's just the, those characters' advocates left. So, are either of you going to vote against your person? Uh, no, I don't think so. Tensei? No. I'm not... Okay, here's here's one final piece of evidence that I'm going to give for Ben, and it's really, it's really flimsy. I'm not going to lie. Ben's son is really good at hoverboarding. Where'd he learn that? Aren't the, aren't the oh, Ben 10,000s kind of shitty dads? Isn't that kind of the point of the episode? They Okay, they become less shitty as time goes on, because every time Ben goes into the future and meets himself, he, he goes, I'm not going to become that, and then he doesn't. So it makes a new Ben 10,000 <laughs> that he then goes to meet and is a slightly less shitty person. But he still goes, I'm not going to become that. And so it makes a slightly less shitty person. And this continues on several times. 
Well, if nothing else, you can you, you have to admire that uh, Ben Ten is able to change his future just because he doesn't like what he sees. Yes, a lot of people will just accept it. Oh, I guess flip a coin at this point. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to. Um, you're uh, you're the one who's actively advocating right now, uh, Pixel. So uh, heads or tails? Uh, heads. And it's a heads. Lightning, lightning takes it arb- arbitrarily and is going up against Razorback. Damn, I wanted to see lightning be Peridot, to be fair, but uh, I guess that's how it is. All right, we got she going up against Razorback, and they're having a staring contest. Oh. I don't think his ability is like <laughs> his taser back or his ability to pilot vehicles is going to be particularly advantageous, but he is a 70s trucker, and those guys are... You know, those guys could just stare you down. Yeah, but uh, one of the one of Lightning's main traits is that she is very stoic. So you have to admit that this this means that she has like a good chance at winning the the, the steering contest. But she is anime, and anime people blink a lot more than com- than comic book characters. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Lightning does blink a lot in the cutscenes because they like had figured out how to do it by then, and it was like a new thing. I actually just looked up like. Hey, does Lightning have an idle blink animation? Yeah. Yeah, she blinks a lot. Yeah. Okay, maybe she has dry eye. <laughs> Anime dry eye. Yeah, I, I don't have any... I don't think she has any skills that are, like, conducive to this. I, I'm good with just voting, honestly. All right. Um, Roxy, who, who's, who's going to win the staring contest? Yeah, I mean, it's Razor Pack, right? He's got a bunch of... He's got decades of experience keeping his eyes on the road. All right, uh, Tensei? Yeah, truckers don't blink. All right, Razorback, just barring anyone out of the top t- out of the top two today. And that's going to place Lightning as the number three, pushing Friska out of the top five. Injustice. And we are moving on to our third character from our, from our last ge- guest. It definitely hurt when he fell from heaven. The second gayest monster to possess the corpse of a transforming Japanese superhero's best friend, represented by Roxy from Devilman, it's Ryo Asuka, aka Satan. So, like, you know the devil, like, from the Bible? Imagine that, but, like, Yaoi. <laughs> oh, so big hands. <laughs> um, okay. Actually, yeah, de- definitely the, orig- the original mo- Devilman manga, yeah. Yeah, no, he had yeah, he had yaoi hands in that one until he became full Satan, and then it's kind of yeah, then it's kind of very femme because that Satan is very much leading into and andro- being an androgynous fallen angel. But what he what he's in his human form? Yeah, no, that one that one had the yaoi hands. Yeah, honestly, I do recommend uh, clicking the <laughs> going to the sheet two and cl- clicking on the Rio Asuka page there to get a. To get the art uh, from, to get the art because yeah, that's like a Shin Megami Tensei I character, mean, but um, in Gona Guy's style. I mean, Shin Megami Tensei characters are are dippy and devil man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Like, I, I guess devil um, uh, Shin Megami Tenseis are just like devil man characters, yeah. but yeah. not by Gona Guy. No, this straight up is. Shin Megami Tensei yeah, Satan. I, I yeah, I know. It was inspired by like, Devilman. <laughs> Devilman Shin in 1975 like, or whatever. 
like before I started to read what was on this page, I thought it was accidentally linked to the Shin Megami Tensei <laughs> wiki, because that's just straight up Shin Megami Tensei Satan with no modifications. Yeah. Did Shin, did Shin Megami Tensei uh, Satan like possess like possess a main care possess a human on Earth? Uh, not well, not really. It's more like he takes a, a human disguise. Okay, oh, so mean, it's a little in, different. But... So in 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 uh, Persona, he technically does reside inside the head of a, a high school student. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So we are going back to the main list. All right. Going up against Velma Dinkley. How is Satan going to do against Velma in surfing? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> well, so like, Velma is a character from the '60s. Surfing was pretty big back then. I'll give her that. I, I can't actually recall any instances of Velma surfing. Definitely Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's the there's the one one of the openings where like they're like. Shaggy and Scooby are are surfing, and there's a shark that like shows up out of nowhere in the middle of the wave and is like eating the board behind them. And the rest of the gang is either on a boat or on land, looking shocked and not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's not. Maybe that's maybe that's a sign. Velma doesn't surf. Yeah. Yeah. I have. I'm. I'm. I'm going to put it in the recording text chat now. I have found exactly one instance where Velma may have at some point surfed, and it's just an image of her with a surfboard outside the Mystery Machine. Mm. Interesting. Is this canon? The feet look kind of weird. Scooby, everything Scooby do is equally canon. In that, not really. (laughs) I don't know, like, to me, Velma isn't a radical surfer. Yeah, I know. Satan is pretty radical. Velma so. is the nerd, which means she's not going to be doing the cool, the cool things from the sixties. Yeah, right, right. That's the thing. It's kind of nothing. It's kind of nothing. But what do we know about no, Satan's surfing sur- skill? He did possess a Japanese. He did possess a Japanese teenager from the seventies, and surfing That's was true. a big thing then, then and there. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm not well, exactly uh, sure about is... how much of the original Rio Oscar is actually in there. Um, it seems like. Like it, it depends on which version of the story because there's been like several, but like in some of them, it's definitely like there is a lot of Rio's, if not his explicit memories, then like his like instincts and desire and desires. Well, at the same time, like uh, I'm pretty sure that the surfing was called something devilish back in the '60s, like the Devil's Bat or something. I don't know. Like I'm sure, I'm sure some preacher called it the Devil's something. Alright, hold on. We're just going to Google surfing and Satan. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of shitty AI art. <laughs> okay. So okay. Uh according to according to the fandom wikia, which is again not not exactly a great place to base stuff on. Uh but at some point uh somebody named Psycho Jenny wiped Satan's memories and replaced them entirely with that of uh, Rio Asuka? Right, yeah. 
so to answer the question of so to answer the question of how much of Rio is in there, okay, all of it. All right then, yeah, that that settles that. Rio, Rio, Rio could probably like he was a Rio was a cool edgy teen who's doing a who is smoking a pot, which is super fucking illegal in Japan. That is true. He does do that. Which does make... Oh, so it's a guy who was smoking something laced with drugs. Yes, it's that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't recognize him without his clothes on. <laughs> yes, from that, from, the, from that famous panel. Also, the My Father is Dead. All right, let's do the... Let's do the... Can, they, can, they just, can they just both lose? Is that an option? <laughs> no, no, they can't both... They can't both lose. So, so, he's he's got to move... Satan's got to move up or down the list, which means you can't really do ties unless we just want he just wants to permanently just stay at stay at eight. But then, then I need to figure out whether he goes between her and Gareth or her and Silverbolt. <laughs> so we still... well, they could also team up. I mean, that is exactly what would happen in this in this like surfing Devil Man Scooby Doo crossover is that they would. <laughs> They would team up and unmask a de- and unmask a, a demon that's going to turn out to be possessed by an actual demon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the part where they do a surfing contest, who's going to who's going to come out ahead? Um, Pixel, how do you vote? Uh, I'm going to say Satan the Devil. Okay, Tensei. Uh, I say Satan. Unless there is an active mystery going on with the Scooby Gang, in which case it is very Scooby Doo comedy to make Velma suddenly very good at surfing to escape the villain. I, I think the con- the surfing contest is before the mystery, and they team up a- and they team up after. This is this is just where Satan <laughs> shows up and is a mysterious edgy edgy guy who inter- who this will is, be part of the investigation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what's new Scooby Doo meets yeah. Satan. Yes, <laughs> well, it's, it's probably meets Devilman because, like, you know, he's actually going to be here, too, but Satan's in the surfing <laughs> contest. Okay. okay. Uh, I, I think under most circumstances it's Satan. Alright, then we are moving up. Everyone's going up today. My poor, my poor Schneider student completely left out. Honestly. Uh, Alright, versus... Versus Peridot in a marathon. Okay, well, um, that's that was gonna be easy. I'm, I'm Peridot's advocate. She can't run, so <laughs> Peridot is yeah. a, a a nerd. B very small. Yeah, and I mean like, yeah, like I, I would say like it's definitely more devil. Like Devil Man himself is like he literally runs track in the uh, in the, in one version of the story, but also. Yeah, I feel like it's just a, a normal heighted human would probably be able to be Peridot pretty easily. I mean, what what if Peridot has her robot suit? Like, there's no... I don't think there um, are any rules in Marathon okay, so that if, you can't have robot I legs. feel like... If she has her extenders, she would win. No contest. Like, she could... She would cheat and she would, like, fly away. But, like, I don't think that's a Peridot I nominated. That's, like, Peridot pre-redemption. So I'm gonna say no to that. Okay. Okay. Well, she is your character, and if you're gonna <laughs> say that, if you're gonna say no to that, then that's pretty. All right. Um, Roxy, how do you vote? I'm gonna vote as uh, Satan. Oh, I shouldn't have even asked you. You don't get you don't get to vote for your character, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Pixel, you were voting for Satan. 
Yeah, I'm voting for Satan. Tensei? Yeah, yeah. The literal, actual devil beats Peridot in a, in a race. All right, then the devil is moving up again and is going to go up against Lightning. Oh, well, that's just unfair. Oh? I'm sorry, Lightning. The best monster in a horror movie. I like. Hey, is it just... Is it Satan or a Final Fantasy protagonist? Is the best monster in a horror movie? The real monster is always man, so... To be fair... There is an argument to be made here for Lightning. Yes. As an ex-soldier. No, no. Technically, she's a a LC, and those are considered basically monsters by most people, so she is very monstrous to the people of Cocoon. This is true. Cocoon would basically consider her... Do basically consider her Satan. Yeah. So, like, depend. Satan would also be considered Satan by people of Earth, so <laughs> it's kind of like a, 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 a tie at this point. I'm not sure it would make Lightning look more monstrous. Maybe the fact that she can summon, like, the god of Thunder Hoden, but. Dude, that, that's pre- that is pretty impressive, but not really horror y. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's, that, that, that's just because but you haven't is... fought Odin in Final Fantasy XIII. That's a very. Very horror scenario. Can I... But at the same time, um, Satan? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're the king of demons. You got your whole ar- army and you tried to rebel you tried to rebel in heaven. You hate humanity for taking your for taking your lo- God's love from you. But all the same, you are a very pretty anime boy. Can that I That is true. However, I feel like I feel like I get fire like because like the other devils in Devil Man are like pretty scary. Like they're pretty freaky guys, right? That'll buy horror and like I feel like just the ability to command them would give me the like out. Mm, that's true. You're one of them horror movies villains that's not really the doing the monster stuff yourself. You just have a whole bunch of monsters there with you. Yeah. Can I can I can I uh, advocate were... for lightning real quick? Go for it. Okay. This is best monster in a horror movie, specifically a horror movie, correct? Yes, correct. And I'm I'm going to talk about this from the reference of like a a like regular horror movie, not an action horror movie like Aliens, you know, but like suspense horror, an unknowable monster sort of thing. Yeah, go for it. In a movie where you never see the monster until the end, you only see their movements, their machinations and their effect on the protagonists lightning would be terrifying she has so much skill to set up so many traps and so much devastation inside of a small area this is exactly lightning's skill set to be as terrifying as possible without being seen satan on the other hand is like the literal actual the literal actual devil his he he has all of these really big grand plans that take decades to do because he's immortal and he Satan plays the long game. He hides in the darkness of people to 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 come out when time is right. And he do, there's no suspense in a two hour time slot with Satan, where there would be with okay. okay that's the thing. Okay. okay. This this getting, there is though. I don't know anything about. Devil Man, we get into genre. 
here's where we get into genre conventions, right? Because, like, yes, it would be te- it would be very scary if there was a Navy SEAL in your house trying to kill you, but I don't think that's macabre enough for a horror movie. Like, <laughs> also, you you talk about like these unseen machin these unseen machinations that that it is like Satan literally was this guy's best friend and turned him into a mon and turned him into a monster. Turned that guy into a monster. Yeah, all completely un- unknowing it. Not even not even Satan himself knew that he was Satan, and this was all part of his. Va- this was his machinations. There is that layer of suspense and portrayal right. of the how horror. Lo- within how long did that take? Like in real world time. Uh, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't really years that. in the manga, but like, yeah, there are definitely been OVAs that it's been in a couple hours. Okay, that's a fair point, actually. It's like Devil Man is like been adapted so many times. Yeah. Uh I've also it's... never seen Devil Man, so I'm going off of the like b- biblical Satan for my argument here. Fair. You know what? Not nine times out of the ten is the same it's the same guy. It's just this one specific thing. It's like, no, this is very much a a personal horror Satan. Yeah. Uh no, I definitely think Lightning could do the um by by never being seen, having a Navy SEAL in your house is uh, far more horrifying than than the Devil's Long Con in a in a ninety to two ninety minutes to two hour movie. That's my vote, at least. Okay. Um. All right. So that's you're voting for Lightning. I am voting for I'm voting for Satan. Um. Are you? Roxy Pixel, are either of you voting against your person? Or am I flipping another coin? No. Uh, no. Alright. Coin. Uh, call it Roxy. Tails. Tails. Oh, don't, 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 don't uh, get too caught today. You're going up against <laughs> Razorback. Oh, congrats. Guy who's knocked down all, all, all comers so far. Uh. Everyone, everyone <laughs> but Kimberly has fallen to Razorback. <laughs> Although you might have this one, it's a cheerleading competition. He's gay, so like he he is very gay, but that, <laughs> that is on it. That is pretty unambiguous. Yeah, yeah. Razorback is way too bulky to be like a good cheerleader. I think he's very he's very bulky, and he's got a very seventies machismo mm-hmm. thing that I don't. He would be very. I think he'd be very uncomfortable with it too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, no, no, Rio, Oscar, Satan, neither of them have any have would have any shame or self consciousness about this. No. God, could you imagine incorporating <laughs> six <laughs> angelic wings into a cheerleading routine? That'd be badass, right? That, that's yeah. good. Oh, according to uh, the wiki, he can yeah. uh, emit bursts of light, so uh, he's got a light show thing going on too. Yeah, no, that's that'd be. Really, that'd be really impressive. And you know what? He could get call upon the le- call upon the legions of hell as like the rest of the cheerleading squad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got his own light show yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's possible to vote against Satan right now. So, all right, is anyone voting for Razorback? No, no votes for Razorback. It's you know, Satan. Satan wins unanimously. Yep. All right then. Going up as a shot at the number number one character, Kimberly Hart, Mighty Morphin Pink. 
Okay, I think he, I, I think we got this one. Kimberly Hart versus Rio Asuka, Satan. Who is the worst roommate? Oh. I don't know Kimberly enough, but uh, from what I know of Rio slash has Satan the Devil, he's kind of he would kind of be bad, a bad roommate. So every Power Rangers entire character is being friendly and 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 fighting together as 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 one and as a as friends and satan will literally gaslight and manipulate you uh until you have lost everything so yeah i think satan would be the worst roommate now that said um kimberly did invite people to stay to to come and live with her and then a couple episodes later just leave the show moved to Paris, and we never actually found... And then just ne- never resolved I where mean, that person was living now? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think abandoning a roommate is as bad as what the devil can do, though. I'm just saying but that there is a very strong possibility that Kimberly... That Kimberly... Kimberly's mom and her stepdad, they moved to, Par- they moved to Paris, and she does the... go. Goes does professional gymnastics in Par- Paris, and just kind of led uh, Kat and I. Kat and Aisha just moved into her hat. Just moved into the house. That's not like strictly speaking. I, that's debatable as to whether that's good or bad roommates. That definitely was incredibly, incredibly fucked up thing to do to your parent, to do to her mom I without her knowing. Don't think Kimberly, even like comics, mm. Kimberly. I don't think would have left her parents in that sort of situation. I just think it was discussed off screen because this show is targeted at eight year olds and they don't need to hear about the <laughs> how pro- how how leasing property works. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's probably tr- that's probably the truth. But what is this show if not reading way too much into things for children? You're you're right. Like, um, but even even in God, I'm really tempted to grab Power Rangers Pink off the shelf behind me and just like look through it. Um, but like even in that, <laughs> Kimberly is so concerned for her her parents' well being and how they think of her in like all things. I I really don't see her going against them in that sort of way. Yeah, no, Kimberly is just such a just the ultimate like goody good to the just like all like all the MPR Rangers were. Honestly, I think if Kimberly would ever be a bad roommate it would be accidental, whereas if if the devil was a bad roommate it would be intentional. And the intentionality makes it worse. (laughs) Yeah, no. Any any malfeasance Kimberly has as a roommate would be either an accidental misunderstanding that would get resolved in tw- get resolved in ten minutes to make room for a monster fight, or the monster's fault and get resolved in those ten minutes for the monster fight. Yeah, the only thing I could see Kim doing as like a bad roommate would be like being overzealous about cleanup and and like blaming the other person if she has to do too much. I I could see a fight coming from like that. But that's so low stakes in comparison to rooming with the devil. Well, at the very least, we'll smoke pot in front of you and not tell you until afterwards. Yeah. 
in a in a country where that is like just where that is like a life sentence. Like that's one thing in America. In Japan, that is that is a serious serious crime because Japan. Yeah, has, but this is the the Japanese criminal justice system is fucked. We do not have time to get into that today, but and also probably shouldn't do it because we're all because we're all North Americans. But although. To be uh, to be fair uh, to the devil, uh, when he is smoking the pot, he says it's laced with drugs, plural. So it's not just pot; it's more than that. I mean, I think they said it's laced with drugs because they wanted to be allowed to publish. They wouldn't be allowed to publish it with him smoking with him smoking marijuana. Yeah, that, that makes it worse. Like it's not just being one <laughs> drug; it's multiple drugs. I don't can't. I don't. I don't think that's multiple drugs. I mean, it could be. Again, I haven't seen it, but like. Actually, people just people people call multiple of a single drug drugs. Oh, okay. So like, but you you, somebody, you do not yeah. smoke a marijuana. Yeah, somebody who is smoking marijuana is smoking drugs. You you wait, you, you can't. You can't it's not possible to smoke only a single marijuana. All right. Does anyone have? Does anyone vote for Kimberly or is Satan taking this unanimously? Wait, are we voting on worst roommate or best roommate? Worst. Oh, Satan. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, Satan. All right. Satan is our new number one. Why does that make them go up? <laughs> because the house <laughs> was, was to be the worst. Like being the, the, the horror movie monster, you know? It's like sometimes the worst wins. I think Kimberly could be a bad roommate, but I think she'd have trouble topping Satan. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I guess God. I wouldn't want Kimberly <laughs> as my I would I wouldn't want Kimberly as my roommate, but I'd want Satan less. Right. Cause like Kimberly can definitely be a bad person. Do you remember uh there was an episode where she had to pretend to have uh succumbed to a love potion for Zed? Uh that sounds kinda fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, they were doing some really fucked up things with uh <laughs> with, with consent in season three of Mighty Morphin. Uh, but, was, but yeah, there was two. Uh, yeah, well, both two, both two, three. both two and three. Honestly, well, yeah, they did more stuff in three, three but with, uh, but with yeah, that three, Rita, but. that episode was was season two. You're you're correct. Kimberly wasn't um, in three, right? Yes, yeah. Um, but like she she pretty much dressed up as Rita and was just a um. She went to Zed's palace and was just a massive asshole to everybody there. It's a really fun watch. She does a really good Rita Repulsa impression. Uh, oh, I kind of want to see that now. Yeah. Um, Amy is an incredible actor and it really shows during she, that episode. She's by far like the best actor in that, in her seasons. And just, yeah. just, you know, given not much to work with because it's Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. All right, our two characters that I have that I have brought with us: the survivor from the Green Lake campsite, the arcanist in denial, the closeted horror fan, and just a really good beef athletic DPS. Rep- represented by me, it's Blonnie from Reverse 1999. Because this this gotcha game has given me brain worms, and I am going to have to explain it every day for the rest of my, at least once a month for the rest of my life because of this because of this podcast. So, Blonnie's <laughs> deal is... Blonnie is a summoning wiz- wizard. Uh, she's kind of obsessed with horror movies. She wanted to make them as a kid, but 
turned her back on them to try to be a serious adult for a while. But then, after suppressing it for years, an incident occurred that forced her into a horror movie scenario and she had to reawaken her powers. Anyway, she could summon horror movie things by drawing or writing about them in her notebook. That's basically all you need to know. Because, yeah, that's... She looks like Launch Dragon Ball. Oh! She does look like Launch Dragon Ball. Does a bit, yeah. That's why I screwed, I screwed up, and in, in my intro I said she was a, a beast athletist. Apparently she's this. She's a star. I don't know. I never managed to pull her. <laughs> not, that that, not that that particularly matters. That's just, you know, her arbitrary typing, but... Just in case, just in case somebody somebody listening has actually played the game and is mad at me. Well, from what I see, uh, she also likes uh, Chucky, but as a girl. So, full respect. Yeah, she has a little a little girl girl Chucky charm on the Papa Pink late lady poster. You also see her with a knockoff uh, Jason, a critter, and a Jeepers creep and a Jeepers creeper. Oh wow! Yeah, Jeepers creeper. So that's not a good fran- that's not a franchise by a good person, but. Oh my god! Yeah, now I remember why it's it's memorable, yeah. and I feel yeah. Bad. But that's definitely what that month, what the scarecrow monster is supposed to resemble. Anyways, let's take let's take her into the gauntlet. Um, we are now at thirteen characters, which means the middle is uh, seven. Riska. Riska. That is an interesting. That is an interesting match there, and it's golf. Friska versus Blonnie at golf. Now, Blonnie, during the time when she's trying to put her arcane, put her arcane, arcane nature and childish obsession behind her, she's trying to live as like a rich person in California. She's def- she's definitely gone golfing. She's definitely done golfing. Whereas Friska is from an alien planet where I don't think they have golf, and if they do, it's weird murder golf. It's some kind of weird murder golf. Yeah, it's called troll golf. Yeah. Or it's golf with an art with an extra letter added to it somewhere. Frolf. Frolf. For short. <laughs> Frolf. You know, T R O L F. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Briscoe would need to be good at golf, not trolls. So, yeah. I don't think I don't think Briscoe's gonna have the advantage here. Blondie has the more more advantage here. Like, she's. How can you win at golf if if all the golf balls are rigged to explode and you have just horrible luck and and, and the wind blows it into a sand trap every single time? Yeah, that's time. true. Vriska can't Not... steal luck. Now, Blonnie does conjure things that she draws and or writes in her notebook. It's not entirely... They kind of go back and forth as to which one she does. But either way, stuff she puts in her notebook, she could conjure, conjure into reality. So, you know what? You're going to sabotage the balls. Well, she'll just make new ones. They'll be horror themed, but they'll ex- but they'll exist. Um, mm. and won't ex- can you win? Can you win with the golf ball as a little Jason mask on? Is that legal? I I'll be honest. I do not know, and I do not know about golf rules. But I bet the, I I'm going to I'm going to say pro- probably. At least as much as you could win as the probably billard seemed to put golf balls that Riska brought. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's an important distinction here. Is this like miniature golf where there's obstacles and stuff in the way, or is this like just traditional links golf? I'm saying it's probably tradition traditional links. We are doing serious ecological da- ecological damage to golf. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 
All right. Um, anyone else got anything else to say before we take it to the vote? Yeah, Vriska has all the luck. She just hits the ball and it goes in the hole, and that's it. All right. So that's uh, uh, Roxy. How are you voting? Sorry, uh, Vriska. Uh, Pixel. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Blonnie. More experience. All right, uh, Tensei. Yeah, Vriska. Experience doesn't matter when you have all the luck. All right, then. Blonnie is going down versus Silverbolt from Transformers Beast Wars. Was that the uh, the, the the one that was like uh, talking like a fucking samurai or something? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, he's the okay. he is the wolf bird guy. The guy who is whose scanners were broken, so he got both a wolf and a and an eagle. And he's uh, Black Arachnia's mm-hmm. boyfriend, but he's just he's just like super, just such a super good guy, like that. Even when he tries to be bad and like help her with stuff, that he just can't do it. Okay, I... he's just so good that he just made her good because oh my god, you were just so awful at trying to help me stop. Uh. A... <laughs> I think I had that way as a kid. According to the TF Wiki, this is probably not applicable to whatever the challenge is. Uh, but it says he was on The Daily Show before Jon Stewart. For real. I didn't see that. What? I don't, I don't know if this is true or what the source is for this or what the circumstances are, but that's on. It's on. Oh, it, it's a caption. It's a okay. caption. Yeah, okay, yeah no, the tra- Transformers Wiki has jokes on all of their pictures. Okay. Didn't know that. Still think it's funny if true. <laughs> well, you know, no, no, maybe. <laughs> if, just imagine, maybe the challenge this time is going to be going on the daily show first, <laughs> and then, then we'll, we'll we'll know. Oh, okay. Well, this is not good. This is not good for Blonnie. We're going to have an entire reverse nineteen ninety nine block down at the bottom half because arm wrestling. She. Like she's got a little bit of mu- she's got a little bit of muscle, but she she is a puny human and okay. she is arm wrestling a transformer. Quick question though. Maybe she could summon something. I don't know if that would count. Yeah, can- could she summon one of her like creatures? Like I mean I don't know, like I guess maybe she doesn't have that much of a chance against Silverbolt, but like Jason? Yeah, I suppose strong? she could like Okay, technically, she doesn't summon the, the the Jason is not summoned by her, never summoned by her in game. That is just Jess, Jessica shapeshifts oh. into the Jason or commands critters that shapeshift into the Jason. She never summons the Jason. All she ever really summons are well. If you look down on the on the incantations thing, it shows you a picture. Of, she summons the the large bunny with spiked baseball bats. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, maybe those are strong. I, I mean, they deal significant damage, and like, like four hundred percent reality damage is non nonsense out out of context. But that is a lot of damage. Like, I understand that 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 description means absolutely nothing to you, but that is a significant amount of damage. So presumably, they are pre- the bunnies are pretty damn strong. They only seem to last for a few. She does her summons do only seem to be able to last for a few seconds though, because she ha- is so out of practice with using her magic. How how does she how does she summon? Like nice. is so, there like some sort of movement or she does she does something in her notebook, either writing or drawing. We don't get a good look, and the description goes back and forth, and then it's then it shows up. Okay. 
So it would probably be very difficult to do during arm wrestling, unless she's ambidextrous. Yeah, yeah, I don't think she could do it during arm wrestling. She would have to, like, do it before and then have the summon do the arm wrestling for her. But again, it only lasts for, like, a minute or two. And definitely it's going to take longer than that to arm wrestle a Transformer. Yeah, yeah. Especially something called a Maximal. I don't know anything about Transformers, but that just automatically sounds powerful. Oh, that just means that that just means it's a good robot that turns into an animal. Oh, Maximal is it stands for maximum animal. So you know, it's like it's like an animal with maximum, the most animal you can get. <laughs> the most animal you can possibly get a robot. What? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Well, I mean, he is two animals. Most other transform, most of the other Beast Wars Transformers are only one. I guess that is most animal. <laughs> All right. Uh, how are we voting? Uh, Rob- uh, yeah, I'm going to have to give it to the robot. Pixel? Yeah, robot. Silverbolt. And Tensei? Yeah, Silverbolt without question. All right, that means we are moving. Da- she is moving down, and yep, she is going up against the my other reverse nineteen ninety nine girl Schneider, which is an interesting map matchup actually because Schneider is a human who pretended to be an Arcanist, whereas Blani is a human who pretended to be a, who pretended to be an Arcanist. Oh, I thought Blani was an Arcanist. Yeah, sorry, Blani is Arcanist who pretended to be human, and oh, Schneider okay. is human that pretends to be Arcanist. Okay. And in both cases that ended that ended badly for that ended badly for them, but they had a girlfriend. So, um do I need to explain I think I, I, I should probably explain Schneider again, shouldn't I? Yeah. Schneider is a mafia hitman from the nineteen twenties who pretended to be a wizard to try and get out of time being erased. Anyway, she falls in love with the main girl character and that is a race for time. All right. Anyways, how is she going to do in the tort? How are each of these two, these two fake wizards and fake not fake wizard and fake not That's wizard going to do in the Tour de France? Now Schneider is from the tw- Schneider is from the tw- from the twenties, so biking is still just a thing. Like everyone did, like cars have not completely subsumed all transportation culture. Question. Are guns illegal in the Tour de France? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I, I'm I'm on a similar line of logic here, except a little bit more. According according to this, uh, if I have the right one, yes. Schneider's a mafia leader. Yeah, things are just yeah. gonna happen to legs and bikes before the Tour de France. Nobody knows how they happen. It's a lot of accidents. Now, Blani, if I'm understanding correctly, could draw herself a new bike. She could, but it's only going to last a couple minutes. Like, she, she did at one point draw herself a car to run over the undead, the undead bride that, Jessica, that Jessica had turned some critters into. How long is the Tour de France? Uh, several days. Um, okay. Yeah, several days. Okay. It's like five, It's like it's like fifteen or something. I don't know. Also, you wear a you wear a yellow uh, jacket at some point. Hmm. I mean, I, I, like it, it all depends on if this is like 
if they're allowed to use like illegal means to win or not. Because like if if Snyder is allowed to, if Snyder is you know it, cheating, at least Snyder probably if if you could get away if you could get away with it. Basically, if you don't get caught, I'd say like that's reasonable to assume it could happen here. Yeah, but, like the mafia. So I would vote Schneider. the mafia stuff. Yeah, no, she probably can't shoot the other. No, she can't shoot the other bikers. Okay. Um. Yeah, I would say roughly in in Blani's, a little bit in Blani's defense. She she does live in. She is from California, and then goes up to the Pacific Northwest. Those those are both places with with prominent bike cultures. So she she probably could bike a bit, and you know. Her understanding of a bike that you would use in the Tour de France is probably better than Schneider's, who's, you know, uh, thinking of a single gear 1920s bike. Like, not quite one of them penny, penny far things, but a lot closer to it than a modern bike. Yeah, she probably is more like a Velocipede kind of gal. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, Schneider doesn't have to beat everyone, she just has to beat... Just has to be Blani. Blani, so... You know, if one bike breaks, that's just a yeah, and like, a bad coincidence. If, and it's a matter of can Blondie manage to sustain a bike longer than she could sustain, which was only for a couple seconds. Because theoretically, in story, at after that, Blondie did have to go and get actual magical training at the foundation. At the foundation, we don't see it. We only see Jessica's, which is horrific and abusive. But uh, uh I mean, it sounds like Schneider has it. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is probably not going to get very strong votes from anyone. I don't. No one else cares about these characters but me. Uh, Pixel. Snyder, she's got the uh, mafia connections. That's good enough for me. All right, Tensei. Uh, Blondie's going to come down with a sudden with a sudden case of broken <sighs> legs. Schneider wins. All right. Schneider finally taking a finally taking a win. <laughs> which means Blonnie has a chance at the worst character of all time versus Cloud Strife. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud really got robbed there. Is it? He he had some strong he had some strong competition and uh, just hasn't gotten another shot. Hasn't gotten another because you know everyone else has been pretty good. All right. So, versus Cloud Strife, surviving the longest in a zombie apocalypse. Oh, okay. Well, this one is actually kind of tricky for because like Cloud could do it. Cloud could, so could. Cloud has a lot of things. Like you know, yeah, he's a he's a ex soldier in air quotes because he's not actually a soldier, but you know. Uh so like he he has significant combat skill. He's got he's got various materia. He has a very big sword that you know could kill zombies like six feet away. That's handy. And it can shoot beams of light. And, yeah. He does run around with he does run around with his arms out all the time though. Yeah, but at the same time, not that not that Blondie's covering up anything. At the either. same time, Blondie, I'm assuming, is a horror movie expert, so she probably probably spent a lot of time thinking about being in a, a zombie uh, situation. So she's probably prepared. Now, most of the horror movies we see her sight are definitely do lean more on the slasher side than the zombie side. But I imagine, like, nah, she definitely ah. Uh, 
she definitely has more breadth in her horror interest than that, just because she is really excited to beat to beat the actual ghost characters. If you have her, if you have her in your suitcase, and she will have conversations about the actual ghosts. Yeah, you know, I honestly for this one, I do think that uh, Blondie would win because just she, she just has the 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 genre the genre yeah, exactly like like cloud wouldn't get it he would try to kill the zombies and then he would get bitten and then he would turn into cloud's a zombie just gonna, yeah cloud's just gonna keep yeah. trying to fight the zombies and that's not how you do it now like he's gonna get bit now if he gets bit he does have a cure material he probably has a cure material yeah and can just you know not not, not turn quite into a because zombie. if i recall correctly final fantasy 7 does not have holy water as an item and that's the only way to cure a zombie Oh, that's true. Ah, oh, shit. So, Cloud is one of the few Final Fantasy characters who is completely in, completely uh, vulnerable to zombification. This is an interesting develop. This is interesting information. I was one. I didn't know there was a zombie sta- a zombie status. It effect. doesn't come up too often. There is, but not in but but not in seven. There is, in fact, no zombies in Seven at all, aside mm-hmm. from the zombie dragon, yes. one of the strongest yeah, uh, true, enemies yeah. in the entire game. Which is more of a skeleton dragon, to be honest. So Cloud's absolutely just going to go into a zombie apocalypse, yeah, does... thinking he's just fighting like random encounter mobs, and is going to get overwhelmed yeah, exactly. eventually. Yeah, probably. All right. I don't think either of them will be very good at it. <laughs> I mean, that is also the thing. It's like the generally. Generally, the person in the horror movie who knows about horror movies is generally die, because that's how you establish. Nah, this is a serious horror movie. That's true. Right, right. Like, wh- also, what kind of zombies are they? Are these? Because there's zombie culture has taken over a really like large swath, and zombies are no longer like slow shambling whatever's that you can easily just outwalk. Um. So yeah, what kind of what kind of zombies are we dealing with? I think we need to we, set we, that we, as a rule right. first. It does not specify. It does say, okay, but generally zombie apocalypse. Um, what are the big zombie apocalypse movies that right now I can think of? Night of the Living Dead. Walking Dead. Twenty eight days later. Twenty eight days later. Then the of the Living yeah. Dead. I think I think if you go by like statistics, <laughs> definitely by statistics, I think it's mostly like slow zombies over fast zombies. Yeah, like the fast, the only ones with fast zombies I really think of are left or would be the left, left for dead, and the twenty eight day series is yeah. the twenty eight series. They really should just keep making more of those and just have some in like the really like far 28, future now. Twenty eight thousand years later. <laughs> twenty eight thousand years later. <laughs> twenty eight centuries <laughs> later. <laughs> I think either way, like. If for no other reason than to keep the bid up, I'm gonna have to vote against myself. Okay, uh, Pixel, you voting? How are you voting? Uh, I'm voting uh, Blonnie. And Tensei? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll go Blonnie. All right, Blonnie takes it and goes to number twelve. Thirteen. Yeah. No. Uh. Yes. Thirteen and Cloud goes down to fourteen. That's how that works. Yeah. Within within the world of Reverse 1999. What is reality damage? Uh, so there's a two types of damage, reality damage and mind damage. 
and there is no consistent way to explain which is which because someone has a sword and deals mind damage, and I don't under and I don't understand it. Oh, I can I can okay, explain. Cool. Well, I can explain. Let's say you get hit by a sword, you you would probably panic from that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, and our last character of the night. This sex slash criminal is here to make some bold and heroic decisions. The real source of the plans of the murder ball station. The cool uncle of Tamlin Jorun. Also represented by me. It's Trist Valentine from the Campaign Podcast. Um, so have any of y'all listened to camp to the Campaign Podcast? Uh, I assume it's an AB, but uh, I don't no. know it specifically. No. It's a Star Wars Edge of the Empire actual play. And it star- technically started before Disney bought Star Wars. So there was... So it is Legends adjacent, but also starts incorporating some stuff from New Canon later. Uh, Trist Valentine is what? What if Han Solo was even more of a sleazebag? Okay, I kind of like a sleazebag, you know. Uh, Trist is an ex-slave from Tatooine who escaped slavery, became a smuggler, got briefly involved in the rebellion. I lost contact with the Rebellion after stealing the plans for the Death Star that he called the Murder Ball, and tried to get back and try to get back in touch with the Rebellion for like two weeks, but it was like six years in game time and never had a conclusive answer. He goes around constantly wearing kimonos, fights with two blaster pistols, you know, does general smuggler stuff, and is just generally kind of a creep. He's a weirdly horny around all of his party members and is, you know, just generally kind of a drunk and an asshole. So he's absolute, he he would win shitty roommate hand down, hands down if he got that one, but he's an, he's an absolute shitbag, but he does genuinely care about, like put his own life on the line and almost almost died several times for the rest of for the rest of the crew of the Minoc and frankly I I I, lo- I love him. I I see I see that he also has a collection of kimonos, including one that is for sneaking, which I respect immensely. Yes, he does just go around kimonos. It is funny, like the first app the fir- at the start of the show, like he was a se- he act he was like wearing the standard Han Solo smuggler gear. But then eventually it's just like, no, no, he's just always wearing kimonos. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take Tristan and we're going to, all right, we're going to put him up against the middle character who hasn't gotten anything to do yet today. Jared the Goblin King. I guess you did get to go log rolling, but that was, oh boy. As the hottest pop star. Now, Jared's got. Oh, that, but I mean, I would say. I would say it's a shooting for Jared, but that's wrong. Like Chris sounds like a real he, rock star kind of guy. So, one of his sisters is the is the keyboardist of the rebellion backed band, the the Kyber Crystals, and uh, he did at one point at mm. I cannot remember what what they called it. It was it was Coachella, but it was but on Mandalore. Uh he did sub it. He did sub in for her after she was hurt in an Imperial attack. So he he is a very accomplished keyboard uh, piano player and can also apparent and also can play the theremin. They keep that's a running joke that they have a theremin on the ship that he just plays regularly. Um, 
so he he has a music he has the mu- musical talent and you know he's not unattractive he's just incredibly off-putting to every to everyone we see him try hitting on but he has he has def he has has seduced other he has seduced other people various and various NPCs including the Dathomirian force which his son he's raising's twin sister who is a hand of the emperor and uh, multiple imper- multiple other imperial agents and at least one Mandalorian bounty hunter. So you know he's he's not unsexy. He's just the people who know him are like no. Whereas you know Gareth the Goblin King, he is David Bowie. He is hot, but you know he he does surround himself in weird with weird Goblin Muppets. Question: How many hits does um? Uh, does Chris um, have under his belt? Like, how many, like, musical hits? Um, he himself has released none, but he did do the entire set with the Kyber Crystals, so well, the, presumably those were their hit songs. Okay, so I, I guess, I'm, I don't know how many, that would be in the set list, I would say like six or seven. Yeah, somewhere like that. That's like six or, that's like six or seven times more than Jared has, which is only one, if I recall correctly, so... Yes, if we assume Gareth is not actually David Bowie, yes. Well, no, he, he's not David Bowie. He's he's like he just uses David Bowie's face. Yeah, like as we've established, he uses multiple people's body parts. This is an unsettling precedent to set, but actually, I suppose it can actually make sense in somewhat in context if we assume that he if we assume that he is the man of subconscious manifestation of the of of the girl's emerging sexuality. Which is definitely yeah. a reading of the movie. That is a reading of the movie. Alright, um... Roxy, how do you vote? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Jareth. I think he's got the showmanship. Alright, Pixel? Uh, I'm going to go with Trist. He's got more uh, experience. Tensei? Uh... Oh god, I don't know either of these people. <laughs> Goblin King. Alright. Fortress finished it in the lower half. Trist. Yeah. Well maybe he'll bump maybe he'll bump Schneider up a place. We'll see. Oh, but he's going up against Equius. Oh the <laughs> the ma- the match of the stinky boys. Stinky boys, yeah. Okay, this is a fun one. The most Twitter followers. Um I, I don't want to. I don't want to see Equius's Twitter. No, but I like don't. here's the thing: Equius probably has a more popular Twitter than uh, Tris because Tris is like a normie. Equius is into the weird shit. I mean, Tris is definitely not no, a normie. Like, compared to compared to Equius, it sounds like one. Yeah, the problem is that Equius is Equius's Twitter is going to be oh yeah, vaguely pornographic centaur stuff. And um, yeah, it's, ethno-nationalism. It's niche, but it's a popular one, I'm sure. Like, no offense to to Dan and Maple, who both say he's one of their favorite trolls. He's kind of the worst. I, I again want to vote for neither <laughs> explicitly because Star Star Wars is um a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Twitter has only existed for a few, for, for a decade or two. I'm sure there is. Uh, a, so, it does, a... so it doesn't exist. And oh, uh, yeah, on Alternia, yeah. they oh, don't use Twitter, real. they use Chitter. So. Well, I'm sure there is a, 
Well, you know what? He's, he's getting his Twitter followers, and Trist has whatever hollow let equivalent there is to Twitter, because there definitely is one somewhere in New Canon, yeah. I guarantee. Not that I've read a lot of New Canon, because, you know, the movies have been two bad ones and one good yeah, one. There's been but... more than three movies. There's been uh, Solo, which was good, and there was uh, uh, Rogue One, which was also good. Okay, yeah, Rogue One was good. I never saw Solo just because it came out in between Infinity War and Deadpool 2, and oh. I want to see both of those more. Listen, I made bad choices, but... No, I'm not saying you made a bad choice. Solo is mostly recognized as a bad movie. I just really like it. No, I, be- I believe you. It's probably better than Infinity War. Like I said, I made a bad choice. Solo is a movie that's about things. Uh, I'll give it that. <laughs> like I said, better than Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, exactly. Like... I feel like Trist could build up a sizable, like, thirst following, but Equius is, like, going to be like the human pet guy for trolls. So here's the question. Here's the question. Like, if you have, if, if you're, like, a rebellion character, you know, you're, like, in a rebellion, you're doing rebellion shit, would you want to put that on your feed? No, but he would, because he's an idiot. Okay, so he would he would put the rebellion stuff on his feet. That means either it would be very good and able to like manage it, or really bad and get like his Twitter privileges removed by the rebellion. Um, it's like yeah, no, he's an idiot who makes business cards that say "sex slash criminal" because you can <laughs> hire him for sex or crime. <laughs> oh, that's what that's that's what that means. Okay. Um. But but not sex crimes. Oh, yeah, no, he's very specific. No, I, I won't do that. That's why there's a slash. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I, I think Equius would be more capable of getting a big subscriber count. But I do think it would be close. No, wait, hold on. I have the biggest argument for Trist. Okay, oh. I want to hear this. <clears throat> Equius would touch a smartphone screen and shatter it. That is true. No, he uses his glasses, remember? Which are shattered. Oh, that's true, that's true. But yeah. That's true. He uh I I forgot about all of the glasses all the Google Glass <laughs> that Homestuck really really did. He really did do a weird weird amount of that, yeah. Yeah. Can't even imagine it being very practical even in the context of trying to say it is. <laughs> I don't know. That was all I had. I <laughs> all right. I think uh, we're ready to vote. Uh, Roxy, how are you voting? Um, ultimately, I think uh, Equius is going to attract more outrage followers. So that was a vote for Equius? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Pixel? Equius. And Tensei? Yeah, Equius uh, hate cells. <laughs> all right, then. Trist beat Equius. No, lost to Equius and is going down again. Alright, Schneider, you can do you can do this. Uh, should it be Blonnie, actually? Since uh, between... Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It should be between the... Blonnie! Alright. You, you, could, you could have had more Twitter followers, Blonnie. I believe in you. <laughs> Cooking a large holiday meal. Okay, here's the thing. I don't think either of these characters know how to cook. Yeah, so that's kind of funny. So, so are we are we judging on quality or just like being able to achieve it? Okay, no, no, I explicitly okay. I don't know if Blonnie can cook. I know Trist cannot cook. That is explicit and canon that Trist 
Trist cannot cook, and that Lenik, the Rodian on the ship, is the only one who knows how to cook. Okay, well... Then yeah, I I don't know either of them enough to be able to argue against that. Like here's the thing: is like Blani has had basically like one short story worth of fiction for her, and none of it, and it was at a campsite, so cooking never came. So actually, be how good a cook she is never came up. I mean, not knowing if she's a good cook is still better than knowing that you're not a good cook. Yeah, the absence. I would of- argue that as a rich girl, no, rich people can't cook. Just as a rule. Yeah, that's... Oh. Okay, here's here's my argument. Even if they're both bad cooks, Trist's is both bad and stinky. <laughs> True. Which <laughs> is a, a, a second separate more bad layer of bad. Mm. I mean, I suppose if we, if we take the cooking a large holiday meal, accommodate just the general, like, hosting of the holidays, um, plenty at least, you know, has a ha- has a house that's probably a very nice house. Oh yeah, Trist Trist lives in a three bedroom in a two bedroom space two bedroom spaceship, which is mostly full of gu- which is mostly full of guns and stolen lights and guns and lightsabers with a large wolf, two other adult men, and a pubescent child. This is not a, this is not a good space. No, but like you, you know how like like the holiday special said, like it, life day is about the people you're with, not the people, not the food you're eating. I'm pretty sure it said that like explicitly. Yes, and he does. Can and he is a he he is a ringist that celebrates life day. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't believe in the he doesn't believe in the force, but believes. But believes in the inherent value of trees to measure the objective to measure the flow of time, <laughs> and because uh, trees are sacred on Kashyyyk, this is uh, actually a religion. Actually, a Wookiee religion that has spread to the rest of the universe. They they went they went wild on like turning bits into full fledged canon, as they should, as they should. <laughs> like, like the the improviser ho- the improviser players would say something, and then. And then one of them would like go on Wikipedia, uh, would go on Wikipedia while the others are making jokes to find something to justify it. So it's like I do feel like Trist is probably worse than Blani, but I think I think we're gonna have it to the put it to the yeah. votes, uh, Roxy. Um, yeah, I think I'll have to give it to Blani overall. Uh, Pixel. Uh, Trist, he has more experience. Okay, he has more experience being bad, but I guess that's <laughs> experience doing it at all. They sure doing it all. It counts for, for the tiebreaker. I, Blani, because the prompt specifically said cooking, but even if we expand it to hosting, I think it only expands her lead. I, I would just like to point out that again, this is a man who is walking around, walking around in it with no underwear in a shortcut kimono. Okay. I don't. I don't this think is... that matters too much because, like. I am just saying it's like this is just generally unpleasant to be. This is a man who is incredibly unconcerned with anyone else's right if it's space like come on give him a break well yes that that, that's that's the root of the joke is that what george lucas said to carrie fisher about about underwear (laughs) i hate that i know this all right so blondie takes it and chris moves down for a shot at the bottom character cloud strife (laughs) 
okay, that thing in cartoons where you have to treat an egg or a sack of f- as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So Claudia would be terrible at that to begin with. Honestly, yeah. Claudia, Claudia would be terrible at that. But we're not. We're not ranking Claudia. We're ranking Trist. Okay. Like, and the fact is that Trist effectively got forced into that with an actual with an actual ten year old child. <laughs> Cloud. Now he had help, but. Cloud would take the egg, put it in the material slot of the Buster Sword, forget, and use the Buster Sword and break the egg. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rest of that, it would be, like, if it's, re- if it's remake Cloud, he would actively use the, the bus actively use block. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, like, if Trist does have actual child raising experience, yeah, I can't really, I don't really have much of an argument here. Now his idea of child raising is to give the child act is to like sneak the the child who the force sensitive child who is again ten years old and in a small confined space most of the time light the lightsabers that he's not supposed to get till he's older. I mean, how is he gonna learn? How's a kid gonna learn like how to use the lightsaber otherwise? That's good parenting. I don't. Here's and to regular and to regularly sexually harass the the child's other adoptive parents. Oh, okay. That that's bad. Actually, I didn't know. About I don't that think concept. either of those matter when raising eggs and or flour. This is true. Those are both things that would not matter for that. Just just keeping the egg and or flour from getting harmed for a week, for right. two days. Yeah, I I think I think Tris would be better at that because he has more experience with a real life kid, but at the same time, he's I'm not honest- like the best at it. He just needs to be Honestly, better at flour. Chris would probably just, like, go put it in a closet and then, like, panic on the Monday when he has to find it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's better than Cloud, honestly. But, but, Cloud would, but Cloud would have put it in his sword and have been using the sword the whole time, so it probably just didn't survive. <laughs> or if it was the sack of flour, he, asked, he, reached, he reached in to throw it at an enemy at some point. You're not wrong. I hate the Cloud solo on this list. I actually really like Cloud as a character, but my God, does he just keep getting the worst things? Cloud is things he's at. Yeah, Cloud is bad at most things. Is the thing he has a very narrow range of abilities. Yeah, Yeah. and when you you look at the the flip side, what is the flip side of Cloud? It's Lightning, who is like number four now. So. Like, she's a soldier, she has magic powers, she rebelled against the government, hey. and she looks hot doing it, so... Hey, except for that last one, debatable. Uh, Cloud also did all those things. Yeah, but, like, she does it better. I mean, Cloud, never, Cloud is, like, the one Final Fantasy character I don't think has actually killed, god, killed a god. Um... No, because like, like, like that's the thing. Like, like, like Sephiroth yeah, wasn't a like, god yet. Nova Sephiroth is god-ish, but I don't think it's fully. No, he's fully there. Um, Final Fantasy VII is one of the only Final Fantasies where you lose. Yeah, like the planet yeah. is like, uh, like all life is destroyed at the end of that. What do you mean? What, at the end of Final Fantasy VII, like, yeah, meteor fucking collides with the Earth, and the life stream was able to yeah. save the planet itself, not any life. <laughs> 
Well, no. So you, you. That's not true because okay, there's I, a sequels. There's a fucking yeah. Then, uh, there's a recent. What is going on in Advent Children? Then where are all those? People yeah, from? Advent Children is like two years after Final Fantasy VII. So I'm well, honest, I never, I never actually played. I don't Final know. Fantasy. Okay, I don't know no, how I, Advent I, Children I, I, works because the ending of Final Fantasy VII is a meteor collides with the planet and breaks it. Yeah, but like you, you see in the in the fucking. Um, epilogue, you see, uh, Red 13 still alive. Like, how do you explain that? Uh, Nanaki and his whole clan are bullshit. Yeah, but <laughs> they, they're still alive. Like, that's the thing. Like, they, they, they still are alive, so you can't say everyone dies when one of the main characters is still alive, like, canonically, with kids. <sighs> But that that's neither here nor there. I think we're ready to vote on Cloud V. Yeah, I don't think whether or not whether or not the world is destroyed at the end of Final Fantasy VII it's, is particularly it's, it's relevant not. to. <laughs> All right, uh, Pixel, how do you vote? Uh, Trist. A uh, Tensei. Yeah, Trist. All right, Cloud stays at the bottom, <laughs> and Trist goes to number fourteen. I hate that. Trist is the worst person on this list. How dare you win? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I will accept this. I, I My characters occupy the top and bottom spots. Truly, I contain multitudes. Oh my goodness, that's so true. <laughs> I just got like a solid roll uh, on a solid roll of three right there above you at the bottom, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in number five. I'm content with that. Yeah, no, that's a that's a solid that's a solid place, and you know I'm gonna have to stop bringing reverse 1999 girls. They they're just not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that wraps it for the for this episode, though. So, um, I am M. You can find me on Twitter and Blue Sky at M of Healy. Um, Roxy, where can people find you online? You can find me at bloodprism.tumblr.com. And a pixel? Uh, call, you can find me at uh, cohost.org slash pixel. And Tensei. Uh, when's this episode coming out? Um, this, will be mar- this will be March 1st. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm Tensei. You can find me on uh, Blue Sky and Discord at Tensei Dragon. T-E-N-S-E-I-D-R-A-G-O-N. And you can find me uh, behind the scenes in the producer's seat of every show on the Bard Rock Network of Shows. All right. So that's been this episode of Battle of Borbos. And remember, every character is somebody's favorite, but only one can win the Battle of the Borbos. And that's definitely not not Cloud Strife or somebody from Reverse 1999. Good night, This is M from the future. I forgot to read the list when I recorded this, so we're going to go over the top top and bottom five now. Number 10, Silverbolt from Transformers Beast Wars. Number 11, Equius Zahak from Homestuck. At 12, Schneider from Reverse 1999. At 13, Blani from Reverse 1999. At 14, Trist Valentine from the Campaign Podcast. And at 15, the worst character of all time to our knowledge, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII.
And for the top five, in number five, Ben Tennyson from Ben 10. At number four, Lightning Farron from Final Fantasy 13. At number three, Buford Hollis Razorback from the Marvel Universe. At number two, Kimberly Hart, the pink Mighty Morphin Power Ranger from Power Rangers. And the number one character of all time to our knowledge is Ryo Asuka, or Satan, from Devilman.